Hello and welcome back to episode number 100 of the TNC podcast. Yes, we've got there. What a journey it's been. And today we are introducing the wonderful Norwich City winger, Arnel Hernandez. Yes. Arnel, good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. How are you? I'm fine, you? Yeah, very well. Um, We usually like to start this podcast. Um, Mm. Sometimes guests bring us presents, but today we thought we're going to get a present for you. So under my chair... For episode number 100, please do um, take into consideration how much time has gone into wrapping this present. Yeah, okay, thank you. You're more than welcome to open it up. Um, yeah. That's a little I'm early sure, Christmas I'm sure present. you'll love it. Yeah, so a little card for Onel. Um, for sure. Chris, how are you, mate? I'm really well. I'm excited to get going into this. We've got loads of good questions. Yeah. Bit oh. of everything. That's Bit nice. Bit of Cuba. So of course, Onel, you've just had a, your, your yeah. first child. Thank you very much for that. That's not lovely. How is it going? <laughs> um, yeah, it was was incredible really, I was in hospital and never saw this, <laughs> so, something like that, and it's, it's very special, it's a special moment, I yeah. think um, uh, for everyone that uh, is one day in this situation will be a very special moment and was so lovely and a lot of emotions mm. and incredible and yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that, I'm happy that my girlfriend done it so well and yeah, that our babies, uh, baby girls, very good uh, and uh, nothing is bad on her and yeah, I'm I'm not a dad, that's why. It's Brilliant. Yeah, you were up late last night, weren't you? How late were you up last night? How I was? When did, when did you get back home last uh, night? Um, we was at, I think, at nine o'clock in Norwich, and then, yeah, I was awake all the, like till three in the morning, <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, because uh, my girlfriend, she needed a little bit of sleep, and she said, Good yeah, man, good answer. Yeah, I was the last day, see all day with the baby, now it's your, your turn. And me like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, that's why. And um, go on, get this open yeah. then. This is special. Yeah, You're going to really love this now. Yeah. This is custom just for you. I've always been good at wrapping presents, Chris, <laughs> as you can see there. Jack, that wrapping paper is awesome. Oh my God, so I love that. <laughs> <laughs> right, present I to the camera then now. Some of my friends. It's a book of the dreams. That's true. Argos, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Argos and Andes. I, I couldn't believe how thin the Argos books are nowadays. I, I, don't, I don't know if you ever picked up one of the thick ones on oh, Albert. They used to be like, any different, will he? No. They used to be no. massive yeah, back yeah, in I, the day. I know I saw it uh, when I was there every time. <laughs> check, check it out. Yeah. And um, yeah, actually, to Argos, like, when I come uh, to, uh, to um, thank you for that. No yeah, worries at all. I appreciate Pleasure, that. Nick. It's very nice. A lot nice. of thought went into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. Um, yeah, I remember when I come the first time to... Um, to Norwich, um, uh, me and Dennis Hubeni, we we was f- the, f- the first one, the first shop where we ever gone was going was Argos. Was because Argos? Yeah, we saw it and we said, "What is that?" And then we go inside and they had all. We bought all for our apartments. Amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. That's Brilliant. why we love it so much. You talked there about Dennis Shrebeni. We were talking off camera about Dennis as well. You and him are good friends. Yeah, aren't we you? are good friends. Like because um, when I come um, to Norwich. Um, me, him, and uh, we come at the same time. Mm. Me, him, and Moritz, who was at the park farm, mm. and we done uh, a lot together. And that's why. And um, he lived. Uh, he lived uh, one week with me in my apartment okay. because he don't had a apartment. And uh, did you have him on the sofa or in the? No, spare bed? I had. I had a, um, a spare bedroom, and he he slept there. I saw him in the morning sometimes with boxers and everything. <laughs> did he cook your breakfast though? Surely you no, made he don't cook breakfast. He only ah. We, we eat every time in the drink on, but I saw him every time and we played every time like PlayStation or something, but it was, was a funny time with him. He's a nice guy. So does Dennis ever take the Icon cap off? You know he loves the Icon caps. Does he sleep in them? Does he shower in them? 
I don't know. He have he have the icon <laughs> every day on. You know. Yeah. Now 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 again in the training one. Right he, he have a different color now. He have it in. I'm I really? think uh, green something like. Uh, Matt Green or something, yeah, he have a lot of them. He opened up his wardrobe at home, is it just like 20 or 30 different coloured icons? I don't know how it looks at home, but I, I guess maybe, yes, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why. But he loves them, he loves these quite an icon, no, he loves it. And he of course it. now he's scored, he, he can definitely wear the icon cap. 100%, uh, two Premier League goal scorers, Nonel and Dennis. Uh, let's go back to the start yeah. then, Nonel. Yeah. Um, I'm always fascinated with footballers who reach the very top, as you have. When did you realise as a child that football could be a genuine career? When did you know and you thought, okay, I'm, I'm a bit better than the other kids at school, you know, I can do this? Yeah, I can explain it like this, like um, I was six years old mm. when um, I come with my sister, we, we fly from Cuba, um, me and uh, my sister alone because my mom, she met my stepfather, um, he had holidays in Cuba, he's from Germany and then um, um, she, they meet each other. My, my real father, she had a lot of problems with him. He was not a nice, uh, nice man. And um, then I, um, I, I saw him three times in her life or something. I don't have a good, good contact to mm. him. Yeah. And then my mom, she, um, she fell in love with my stepfather, and they was married and all. And then um, um, she f fled to Germany, was with him there, and then she like a big respect for my stepfather because this is a, he's the one that uh, bring me to football and um, then yeah with six years old we fly from Cuba to Germany and then my life starts in Germany and was a was a tough start because I don't even can speak uh, German or something I only speak Spanish my sister have to go direct to school because she's a little bit older than me and um, yeah but um, we done it and yeah my stepfather he he was my first coach he brought me to the football and explain me a lot of stuff. My mom as well, she was crazy because she every time when I lost the ball, I run behind the ball. And <laughs> more than my stepfather, she was on the line. And Is that why you're so fast? Uh, yeah, one of them because yeah, she was screaming oh, all the time. I don't want to go sometimes to the games because she was, I was saying, why you don't play? Why you don't play? Play you if you like. And it was amazing, but um, she supported me a lot and my stepfather the most because he spent uh, a lot of time for me in his life and uh, I love that and he brought me to that and I'm very happy with that and proud f for that and yeah and then um, yeah this starts all and yeah I love football so much um, I remember when I had uh, a situation um, I had a I don't know how you say it like if you uh, have a bad note at school like mm. not a good yeah, bad result report. Yeah, 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 yeah bad report my mom, she come uh, to me and say, yeah, you don't go anymore to football, you don't play football. If you come with a bad result at home, and, all, and I was crying. Wow. And on this moment, I realized as well how much, how important that, that's for me. Mm -hmm. You know, you go um, to the football to play with friends, you meet them, you can, you know, you can run, you can do a lot of st stuff. And this was love to football for me. Yeah, and then, yeah, the football starts. And yeah, I play in a youth teams in Germany. Um, and is it a similar kind of setup to what it is over here in terms of you get scouted as a, as a young child and then progress through the through the ranks? Is that how it works? Yeah, it is how it is. It's exactly like here, but I think a little bit different. I played in a lot of good youth teams in Germany, and uh, then I played a good season. And every time some scouts saw me and uh, want me to the to the club, and then yeah, I had I think with seventeen like. I I played all my life with good players, you know, yeah. like in Germany, I had teams, I played in teams, there was players there for me, 
that was better than me. That was incredible. There was such a good footballers, but sometimes they lose away because of clubbing at the weekend, um, smoking, um, whatever. Some stuff that really um, there was not focus on football anymore. And my thing was, I done a lot of shit in my life. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I done a lot of mistakes and all. But I never lose the focus on football. Mm. Every time I, I, I drive with the bus to to the train station, with the train to the training um, to the to the training then, and every time I never lost my focus on football. And then yeah, one day I was um, then 17, and I had my first um, then professional game in a second league in Germany with Arminia Bielefeld on this time. And yeah, and then my career starts. Do you remember much about Cuba, Anel? Do you remember much <coughs> when you were a kid? What was it like? And um, was warm, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, well, no, it was lovely for me. Like, I don't remember so much because I was six years old. Yeah. But I remember when I was 10, we fly, we fly back uh, for holidays to visit my family. And I was last year as well there. And sometimes when I have really a lot of more time off, then I fly to Germany because my mom, she's back there. She lives there now and my sister is there. Um, my grandmother is there. A lot of my family is there. and. Um, yeah, it's a lovely country, really. I don't know, for everyone that really like to travel, uh, you have to travel That's to Cuba. Cuba, yeah, 100%. You see the old <coughs> cars, the old timers, mm. it's so lovely, and the people are so nice, it's warm, um, you can see a lot, and yeah. Really. So what about Norwich Castle then? Do you like Norwich Castle, you know, the Norfolk beaches? Is there a bit of similarity? Yeah, I was there, there already. I don't even exactly know where I was, but it was lovely. I was with my girlfriend and her family, who was at the... I don't know, it's a sea, and you... Uh, sea calling? Was it beach? You know, um, I had some guy, he sent me a, a message on Instagram. Um, Hems... Hemsby? Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah, Hemsby! Exactly. Yeah. And you went in the arcades and stuff? Yeah, exactly, I was yeah. there, and it was lovely, I like it. And Did um, you win much money in the arcades? Um, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He but, doesn't gamble. Uh, no, I don't, I don't gamble, I was only with family, and uh, I, w I won some... I don't know, some tickets for, oh, have some, for the toys, yeah? Yeah, for the toys yeah, and yeah. things like that. And yeah, it was lovely, a lovely time and I like it a lot. That's why it was nice. Hemsby is amazing. Yeah. We, we had um, Anna Tribal on the podcast last week. I'm sure you watched it. You're a big fan of the yeah. podcast, I know. Um, and Anna's journey, I was really surprised in terms of she was, was born and then moved out to, out to America and couldn't speak languages and stuff. I didn't realise your journey was, was almost, it sounds as tough. You moved to a, a country where you didn't speak the first language, you had to mingle in with, with new people. Do you look back at that time growing up as, as a tough journey or did it all just feel natural to you? No, it wasn't natural. It was very tough for me because especially, I remember when I was six years old, you know, as a six years old child, um, my sister, I don't know, she understand that, but mm. me, I was crying. I don't mm. even know what was, as a six years old, as a Cuban, you don't even know what, I think, what is the app? airplane mm. I, they, send, they say to me yeah you have to go now you fly wow. and then you go to Germany and I was I don't even know nothing I was all the time crying because I, my mom she was like I think two years of that she was not there anymore she was in Germany and I was with uh, my grandmother and uh, my uncle and this was the people there was every day around me and my sister she lived with my father and I don't know I then to go in an airplane and to to say goodbye to them was horrible. I remember I was crying and then yeah and then I don't have a lot of that but I know that my life starts and and then I don't know what I think as a, as a kid it's easy then to find the way like to go to school to find friends mm -hmm. and all and that's what I think yeah. That tough kind of journey that you've been on do you think that's 
held you in, in, good, in a good place now in terms of you've been through that and now you're so humble and grateful to be where you are now. Yeah, 100%. But also I think it's the football as well because, um, you know, I played in Germany in different uh, clubs and different cities and you meet every time new people and this is the thing, this, this, as a footballer you have, the, you have this in you and that makes for you all easier. Mm. So you've gone through the ranks of, of German football mm. and you make your professional debut. Talk us through that feeling. Was it, a, was it something you always knew was going to happen? Because we spoke to a lot of footballers on this podcast, Chris, and some always knew that they were going to get there. I think Todd Cantwell said like he only ever thought he was going to be a professional footballer. Others, the likes of Dean Ashen, who we've spoken to, never really thought they'd get there. What was it like for you? You've, you've, you've worked so hard and then the professional debut comes. Explain that feeling. Um, first, I never was expecting that... Um I'd be really a professional footballer. Mm. I was playing just for fun, I, to have like sometimes um, after the school something to do, you like with friends and to play football, have fun, yeah? That's what I had and um, I was focused on that. I, I done it every time because I had fun, yeah? Mm. And then, yeah, one day I was a professional footballer but all, all on, on, on the other side, like I had done a lot of mistakes in my life where as well I can maybe uh, go to the other in another way and mm. you know do something wrong that I'm not there you know where I am and that's why um, I never saw me there but then one day comes a situation where I know that I was like not a bad player but also not the best player you know mm. I know that I have my quality my, my speed was every time every um, when I was young I know that I was fast and um, I use it so often I can when I was there and then yeah one day um, the coach gave me a chance, like they called me. I was 17 and I trained already with them. And um, they called me and then he brings me in in a game for 10 minutes and yeah, I was running my ass off. Uh, sorry, can I say that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Say that. You can swear ass. and shout yeah. whatever you want okay. on this podcast. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm running my ass off and yeah, and then um, I had uh, the chance and yeah, I was then there. But still, I don't know if it was, ex was hard because and this and this time my club like my second league club there was struggling mm. to go down and um, the, 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 um, the boss on this time was Everlin uh, no uh, um, some, some other coach and he he, he he gave me the chance but then in a week after he was gone okay. he was left wow. and then comes a new coach it was Everlin and then um, uh, we don't even have a win on this time in this in this league and uh, he we had a training session and I have to give give all in training sessions and then he take me directly in the squad for the weekend and then we had a derby in Germany it was a derby in the second league against a club there that they hate I don't know so much and then the, he brought me in at the 85 minutes and it was 1-1 mm -hmm. and then um, they play me a ball and then uh, I had the ball on the wing and the run at him and then I play the ball in and then uh, some of the defenders of the other uh, team blocked the ball and the ball goes in a goal. And then nice. we won the first league and everyone Super. comes and uh, comes to me and I don't even know. I celebrate as well. Like, yeah, what, what was it? <laughs> what was like... Little dance? No, not a little dance. <laughs> I don't even know. I turn around and look, everyone jumping and me like, yeah. And we're like, everyone <laughs> come and it was incredible, really. And this, is, so it starts all there. Yeah. And now, if you had to do another job in the world, yeah. what would it be? Selling who was? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be in Daniel no, Farkas' no, good books, don't you? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no. Um, <laughs> Did you ever think there was going to be another job for you? Yeah, I was. Um, before, before I went to be a prof professional footballer, I was like, um, um, like um, I had a little practice job for one week or two week, um, two weeks at uh, Intersport yeah. mm. to sell uh, boots. Nice. Yeah, boot salesman. Yeah, yeah, boot salesman or something like that. And 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 the way and yeah, I done it. But then um, I say to him like after one week after, I want to start. And then the call comes. Yeah, here you have to go to the first team and all. And I come back and say, oh sorry, I don't can do it. <laughs> I have uh, I have to train with the first team and sorry. And then from this time on, I was with the first team and professional footballer. So you could have been an extremely successful salesman. 100%. Love that. I will sell a pen. That's go on, sell it to me now. No, <laughs> go on, sell me, sell me that. You know the movie? You know the movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember. So, um, yeah. salesman comes and goes, footballer comes. Um, when did you start to realise that you were, you know, really excelling in football? Because there's often young players who get bedded in at 17, which is extremely young. We see it happen all the while and then they just kind of fall off the wayside, mm. I guess. What was different for you? you? You get given that massive opportunity, you score a winning goal in a derby. What was it like to just keep your head on, 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 that, on that road and keep on pushing on? Um, do you mean really to realise where, when, when I be, a, because I don't think that with 17 mm. or 18, 19 and the teams that I, I was playing, mm. I, was, I lost, lost a little bit of my, my focus, my way, because I had the, like uh, I was priced in my city, was my own city, my own area. Everyone loved me. I had a lot of fake friends. Mm. I had done a lot of bullshit. I, mm. I remember I was like, before the game we had on Saturday game, and I was Thursday out because mm. we, we had their uni party, and you know, I want to be there because yeah. I liked a lot. Yeah, and yeah. then this comes out because we had not 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 just a, a nice team at this time. The the captain he said to me, yeah, you was there, and I say, yeah, I was there. Sorry, I was not long there. I was uh, first. I, my first answer was I was at McDonald's. <laughs> I was, I was, they saw me, but I, I don't was there. And uh, but he, this comes out then, and then he say like, yeah, um, he go to the coach, and I wasn't suspended for the game, right. and it started like that. Then I remember I don't even know if I can tell this all here because uh, I remember I was on a training round. I don't even have a driver license, and some of the guy let me drive. Yeah, with his. Uh, uh, <laughs> Airline Golf R and me like with 18 or 17 years old driving on a training ground. Yeah. <laughs> what car was it? Uh, was a Golf R. Oh, was it? Yeah, and me like, nice. everyone like, oh my god, he had not even have a drive license. And the coach, he saw it, and then again he punished me every time for that. And then we was already um, at the, in a third league on this time, and I feel like not the trust anymore and a lot of stuff because I done such a mistake. I was not focused on this. And then, yeah, I have to change to um, uh, to another club because they don't want to sign my contract with me anymore. Because but of these happenings? Because of things like that wow. that happened. Um, I had a problem as well, like, um, I can say it as well, I don't have a problem. Um, I had, um, I meet a girl on this time and um, I was, um, we had a next day training. They're trouble, aren't they, girls? Yeah, I had yeah. trouble with a ex-boyfriend or whatever. He comes there and he punched oh, wow. me. Wow. And oh. normally, you know, I destroy him, but you know, I was a, I was a professional <laughs> football player. That's why I don't could. But I have such a lump here on my lip, and I yeah. got to the training in the morning, and everyone, what, what happens with you? I say, oh, I fall, uh, I fall. I don't know, not the stairs, but you know, I fall, and then, um, yeah, then uh, 
he says, well, like, okay, this this is not nice, and you don't can do that. You have to be professional and love stuff. And then I changed to uh, under 23, Werder Bremen, where I played with Thomas Wall. He was there on this time as well. Mm. And from Werder Bremen, on this time, really, I was not believing in, in that, that I want to be a football player. I know that, wow. like, a big football player, I was thinking, like, maybe, yeah, you do it, and then you have to think about what you do if, you, if this not happens. Mm. Because I changed from under 23, Werder Bremen, I had problems with the coach as well there, was uh, Viktor Skripnik. I remember he, um, he changed me because the thing was, I was not uh, a professional, like I was an under 23 player. And you know, remember when players like from the first team comes down and yeah. they have to play? Yeah. And I was a player for me, like I was good enough to play and he every time set me on a bench. And I don't like that, you know, who likes to sit on a bench if you can play and you are better than them. and. Um, he set me on the bench and then, you know, he bring bring me in, I don't know, at the 85 minutes, say, Onel, you want to change? I say, you think that I play for five minutes or what? You said that? Yeah, I said, you think that I play? Yeah, this was a time where I was yeah, yeah, crazy, yeah. I think. Yeah. And he said, you say to him, yeah, do you think that I play for five minutes or what? What the fuck are you saying you are? <laughs> and he won the league and he, he at the end, I remember how stupid I am. He won the league with Werder Bremen on this time and all, wow. he won the title and all. And I said this to him and he was angry. And then he said, if you say this one time again, or no, really, then it's over here for you. And two weeks later, I done it again. <laughs> and then uh, he said, yeah, so long I'm here, coach, then you never will train here for me. You go to the third team or whatever. They had a third team there. And then for me, was sure, okay, I have to go. And then I changed to Fafa Wolfsburg on under 23. And yeah, for me, it was as well like, was a hard time, but I played as well a good season in the German fourth league, and I had the chance to go up. Mm. Then I had train sessions with the first league, the preseason with the first team with t uh, Tim Closer. With the, on this time was Kevin De Bruyne there and Perisic and a lot of good players, and nice. I was seeing like, wow, man, it's incredible to be here. And then also, you were thinking, wow, how good they are, yeah. Mm. I never be like them. They're better than me. I don't know how, and but really, I. I never give up. This was the thing, and yeah, and then uh, the the really the man because of all the things that happens, yeah, all the things that happens. This in Germany was speaking around. Mm. If if one club wants you, they ask the people. Them, yeah, they yeah. tell the people. Okay, he's crazy. He's mm. like that, and then. Do you think you were crazy? Are you saying yeah, you I were was, crazy? Uh, no, I was not so crazy. I was like, like no one told me told me in this time exactly because my father and my I don't I live with seventeen. I go out from the house, you know, when I was seventeen. I had um, my own apartment and all. And I don't. I never was a boy that want something from my family or want something that they help me with something. I, w I want to do all by myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then um, yeah, this was all on this time, and then with. Um, when um, when I was in, in Wolfsburg um, with the top players, I was really thinking like, wow, man, this is incredible. But the only person that really believed in me then and uh, like uh, my contract was done in Wolfsburg and bring me them to, to Braunschweig was my agent. Mm. This was for sure my agent. He was a very, he's a very important uh, part of my life. Yeah, that because of him, a lot of things changed and my uh, coach Thorsten Lieberknecht, he was in Braunschweig, he was the most important person in my life because when I meet him, he said to me, like, he was the first coach that told me, like, look, Gunnar, um, 
I do, uh, you know, I don't know if you know the player Karim Bellarabi. Mm. He played in Leverkusen mm. in the first league in Germany, and he was in this club as well. And then uh, they go up in the first league, and then he changed to um, Leverkusen by Leverkusen. And um, but under this coach, he grew up, and I start to meet him, and he said to me directly, "You know what, Onel? I do a Karim Bellarabi. Uh, you know, I make for, I make Karim Bellarabi." Um, mm. Yeah. And um, then I was shocked and I said, wow, what the hell, man, incredible man. I come from the, I don't even believe that. And especially they have good, on this time they play before the last years in the first league and then in the second and they have good players, like players that scores nine, ten goals or something in a, in, a, in a season. And I was scared. And yeah, then he was, uh, he really, no one in Germany believed in this time on me, only my agent and this, this coach. And from this from this time on, all changed in my life. I was more focused, much focused more than I was there before on football. I was disciplined. I learned a lot with these people. That that I I meet the coach. I speak with him. He say what you can do better in life, to be a better person. With my agent, that explain me a lot of stuff. And without these people, I one hundred percent I never will be there where I am today. That's do for sure. Do you feel having gone through that, and as a young player, maybe losing focus slightly? Do you? When you see the young boys around here, obviously we've got Todd, Jamal, Maxin, who are all very mature, but the younger lads than that, who maybe can't see that vision through to the first team. Do you think you and Tom and whoever else at the club have a responsibility to nurture them and bring them through and tell them your story, which will hopefully in turn help them? Yeah, for sure. I think we, we can have a big impact on that. Mm. But also I think it's, it's here in this country, it, it is sometimes I think a little bit easier when you see the colony. Mm. You know, he is no one that can come to the colony if you don't ask for permission or yeah. something. Mm. You know, they are all focused on that, and this is lovely. I love that when mm. I saw here what what they built here yeah, for the for the young lads. It's, when I was young, we don't had that in mm. Germany. On this time, we we only meet everyone, drive the bus to train, and meet them on the pitch and train directly. We don't even had that really that we had food there and all of that. And this is lovely. This is unbelievable. But I think really we can have a big impact on that. But when I see the young lads like Todd and all of them, they are so professional. They are mm. so focused on that things. This I don't can compare that to to me or to other players on this time. No chance. Speaking of the young lads, I've got a message for you from Max. So now I've said to Max, right, tell me a bit about Ernell. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, yeah. ask Ernell about his haircut. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> what, is it true that you're cutting your own hair in the mirror? Yeah, I've done it as well before the game against Everton. I've done it by myself. Yeah. Right, okay. It's easy, it's not so hard because... It's cheap as well, right? It's cheap, you don't have to pay and uh, yeah, like it's the best... <laughs> to do it fast you know I done it all my life when I was young as well like oh really yeah with my friend we put some stars here and whatever and all of yeah, things yeah, yeah and yeah it's so are you saying you hadn't cut your hair this season before Everton it was just special for Everton or was just for Everton so in that case then oh wow you need to start doing that every week every game now that's for sure yeah <laughs> Max he's doing it every game I'm not yeah I do it all for every game um, <laughs> so you, you play your time through Germany Norwich City come calling can you remember that process? Can you remember the first phone call? Um, I remember that um, I meet Stuart. Okay. He come to um, Germany to meet me on this time when, when I pl was playing in Braunschweig. We had a good season with Braunschweig. Mm. He was nearly come to the first league, but we lose in the relegation game against VfL Wolfsburg. 
and uh, yeah, and this time he was on Huddersfield, mm. and yeah, I meet him, and I remember my English was bad, I think. <laughs> yeah, and, well, I mean, uh, understandable. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really, un- and he, we, we, he said with my agent, I said with my agent here, and stood there, and, <laughs> and be like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and was uh, was very funny, but he was a nice person, and he's a nice person, and. Um, so you almost went to Huddersfield. Is that what you're saying? No. Yeah, I think on this time was we speaking about about Huddersfield. Wow. Yeah, because um, I think uh, there was playing I think in the in the championship on this mm. time, and there was, w- w- there was not really sure that they go up. Yeah. You know, there was at the middlefield, but or whatever. I don't know where I was, but there was not sure. Then they're going up at the. They really get I don't know the third or something, mm. and um, me for me was like, on this time I want to play in the first league, and yeah. we was as well we had the chance to go up because it was still winter and on the first position, and then yeah then we goes down down and then yeah but this was start where I meet him, Stuart we all start and then yeah, after the season he changed to Norwich yeah. and the call comes he came back again he came back again and yeah I was for me was was really tough, you know, in this situation because um, when, when we speak about that, um, he invited me to come uh, to uh, Norwich mm. and then I saw a game against Brentford. Oh, we lost 2-0. Yeah, we lost 2-0 and oh. I saw, I, like, was, what, was... It was lovely. horrendous. So let's, let, let's not go away. We were awful that night. Yeah, well, and the thing is, it comes to the best. Like, first, I saw the city. The city was lovely. I yeah. was with my agent in the city. We, Go and drink a cup of tea and all was lovely. <laughs> and what um, kind of tea? What's your favorite tea? Green tea? You a green tea kind of breakfast guy, tea? I love. Yeah, I like, yeah. English breakfast. Yeah. It's, yeah, UK changed my life really. I like I like uh, beans now and <laughs> beans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the morning and all. Yeah, yeah. Beans. Uh, I love beans, what, what, uh, beans on toast kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Stuff like it? that, or Sunday dinner, I love mm. them. Have you really. put a bit of cheese on your beans on toast yet? Not cheese. Grated cheese. cheese. No, I don't know. It's, it's good, yeah? Very good. I have good, to try it, good. I have to try it, I have to try it. So you come to Norwich, you have your beans, you have your cup of tea, you see yeah. Norwich, and then you go to Carrow to watch the exactly, game. Exactly, I saw the and game. And everything goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I meet uh, the coach as well, all before, and it was a nice conversation with him, and with Stuart as well, and all, and. Um, yeah, and then I saw the game, and I saw Stepanman on the left back, and I was shocked oh, already. Wow, yeah. I was shocked already. I was shocked already because he said to me after, because uh, I don't know who played there in Brentford on the right wing, but he said he destroyed me. You know, mm. I don't even know. And was was uh, we lost the game, but doesn't matter. I, I saw already like the atmosphere of the stadium and the people and the team and all. And yeah, for me, it was sure on this moment, like okay, look, this is a new step. You can do it. I mean, you have to learn English, and a lot of things like that. And yeah, but also, I fly f- fly back, and nothing was sure, you know, mm. that I come or something. Mm. This goes fast because my old club they don't want to let me go. That's for sure. They don't. I have to. Me and my agent, we have to fight for that. Yeah. Because I had a contract till I don't know twenty whatever a three four years contract still, because I signed a new contract, and um, yeah, it was a very big. Fight. So, I mean, I think we forget sometimes, Chris, that although we're in the Premier League now, we're beating Everton away, and it's all plain sailing. Yeah. When Arnold joined the club, we were in a really sticky situation. For sure, hundred percent. And I think a massive thing for Anel is learning the language. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. so lucky in England that everyone more or less speaks our language. But that must have been a massive, a huge barrier for you, right? Was it or not? Or were you like, no, it's fine. I'll just learn it. Um, no, not really, because. Um, I uh, had English at school a little bit. Yeah. I was never bad on writing English yeah. or to read. 
because you have English everywhere. You you listen to yeah. English music and all, and was not so 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 difficult, you know. And then I have a uh, two lessons okay. here in Norwich. I had two lessons, yeah, and then this was uh, the the big thing that really helped me is that we speak a lot of English in the changing room as well. Yeah, not only German, <laughs> we speak a lot of English as well, and the coach speak every time English. My girlfriend was a big big uh, help for me. She speak English. And I speak every day with English, and that's that's a lot of things that uh, help me a lot. Do the German guys talk German when you don't want the English guys to hear? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, what was it like when you when you signed for Norwich? Finally, was it a sense of relief, or were you a little bit worried or nervous, or how was the pressure for you? Because I mean, I remember Jack Yule as a fan when we'd signed Anel Hernandez. I was like, we've signed this this absolute beast. Mm. He's pacey. Is a unit, and we were so excited as fans. But but were you excited, or were you just so nervous about not making that step up? I was. On the other side, I was very ex uh, excited, but on the other side, I was scared as well mm. because it was a new country, was a completely new situation for me, and um, yeah. But um, I know one hundred percent that on this time, my my vision to come to the country was to go with Norwich. 100% in Premier League. This was the vision that I had already with my uh, agent be because we have every time before we, we we go in a season or do something, um, we know exactly what we want, what is the end result of that. And we had this vision and then, yeah. So what instilled that vision in you? Because as fans, I certainly didn't think we were going to be in the Premier League. I'm still b baffled as to how we got here. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. What did you see in Norwich that maybe other people didn't? What made you believe that this club can go into the Premier League? Um, I saw at the start when I come the quality of the players, mm -hmm. the quality of the coach, what he want to bring you on the pitch, that he want to make his game, he, he want to bring his philosophy on mm -hmm. the pitch, he want to play football mm -hmm. and this was the difference directly and I saw it because everyone was talking about Premier League, the championship, um, yeah they are very robust, they are play with long balls and all but no one play really good, so good football and don't let the run uh, run the uh, let the ball run and all of that and this was for me like okay look and we had the players for it. we have still the players for them for this uh, to play for like Moritz Leitner like players that like to have the ball on the feet like yeah. Emmy and all of that. we have the players for that and yeah and you see this happens then how much of a help has Daniel Farker been for you because I think there's been <coughs> a lot of players come out yeah. in the press and that we've spoken to have said he's coached me so well, he's changed me, yeah, me as a player. Same yeah. with you? Yeah, 100%, he changed me. Man, I don't even, that the time in Germany when I was there, like, I fight 100% for my life and all, and uh, the coach that was in Germany, he believed in me and he gave me a chance and all, of course. But when I come here, I start to really, to learn a lot of te technique, mm. tactical, mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff. He. He showed me a lot and he, he told me, Daniel told me, like, you know, everyone saw you as a player, um, that you have your your situations, you are fast, you have, but the end product sometimes is not so yeah. good, you know, and you, we have to change that. We have to work on that. And he showed me a lot of scenes and um, we worked on a lot of tactical stuff and uh, yeah, and at the end of the day, of course, 100%, he makes me better. That's for sure. Chris, what are your memorable on El Hernandez moments from last season? There were plenty yeah. of them. Well, I'd go right back to the start-ish, um, which was the, well, not the start, but it was the goal, the the, the goal against Birmingham. Mm -hmm. when, you were there, when, when the, Oh, yeah, when the shirt was off, up oh, in yeah. the air. Yeah. And I think Nottingham Forest has to be up there. Yeah. 
that has to be up there. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's for sure. This was. I would have passed out. I don't think I would be able to even run <laughs> if I'd done that. You were flipping, man. Yeah, I was flipping. Yeah, I know. This was, this this situation. This was incredible. You know, we were three one down and I uh, come in and I mean the second goal was really very lucky you know mm. like I tried to bring the ball in and the ball goes in the goal and then yeah and then after the third goal when uh, Tim Close let the ball between oh, this was incredible <laughs> and then Have I you ever seen Tim Close never never that's why I was thinking but then I, I said but I say to him uh, in, in German this time uh, like Lass let let the ball and yeah. he like oh you said that to yeah, him yeah I, I stand ah. behind him and I say Last and uh, he like you go and the ball <laughs> oh, and, nice. bump, and this was my goodness and the stadium bumps so loud wow incredible Do you, was that your favorite goal for Norwich so far I can think of another one mm, not not really this was not my favorite goal what what is it then I think my favorite goal for me was 100% against uh, a switch. Yeah, <laughs> this was good. good. Man. This was good. Good this answer. This was good. Because yeah. the Ipswich game, they were. I think they were bottom of the table. We were top of the time, but it was still a really crucial game. And a lot of their fans came into it. They knew their season was over, as it was from from day dot. But they wanted to ruin our season, and it was there was a lot of pressure on us that game. And what was it after like thirty seconds or something? Yeah, exactly. What did you quite? understand the monumental impact of an East Anglian derby did you know how much it affected the Norwich fans and the Ipswich fans 100% because we had in Germany um, derby like the player the, mm. the team where I played before is Braunschweig yeah. and they have uh, like Braunsch not far away from Braunschweig it's like exactly like Ipswich and Norwich we have okay. uh, Hannover yeah. and this both clubs they hate each other mm. they they meet each other to have fights oh, wow. on, a, on, a, on a forest or whatever they have <laughs> Crazy! Mm. They have Bengalos on the when we play against them. I remember the uh, we had we had the derby against them and on the training, the the I don't know forty uh, people with black uh, you don't can't see, yeah, yeah, yeah you don't can see them nothing oh, wow. was there around with uh, uh, red Bengalos and all and you don't see nothing all was uh, full of smoke and I know on this time you know a derby when a derby comes it's fight time mm. it's fight time and on this time. I remember on that time and yeah, against Ipswich for me was like show them mm. then this this pack the Ips shit or whatever that we are here <laughs> the only ones in Norfolk and yeah. 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 That's why. Um, so going into that game, did you have the kind of chest puffed out, I'm gonna fight? Because I see Daniel Farker <laughs> saying, Stay calm now. Yeah, Stay he, calm now. Yeah, he said it every time to me, like not even on this game. To you? Because, yeah, did he, he think you were gonna lose it? Yeah, he's saying every time I'm Lose me and Ben. We are Cuban boxer. I see you. Yeah, we have something yeah. like that, and uh, and I don't know. Like, I can go crazy, and then <laughs> that's why I have to calm down sometimes. But yeah, we on this time he said really calm down and don't don't be stupid. You know, okay. think because sometimes you don't think and uh, yeah yeah. And, but we done it good. So speaking of stupid, arguably, I loved it. Jack questioned it. Mm -hmm. Recently scored against Manchester United, which by the way is incredible. Well done. Mm -hmm. one of the biggest clubs in the world your celebration was somewhat I mean the only way I can describe it is um, a, sp a spanking celebration <laughs> what, what was going through your head at that, at that point in now? you know like was there a reason that you can't tell us or no, no like I was was um, like for me I had a lot of emotion I saw it already when I was warming up and you know sometimes when you bring yourself in, in this situation like you want to come in you want to help the team you want to give all and then 
uh, you come in in the situation, then you have this situation and the movement, the speed. What and a goal, then, by the way. And yeah, and then I score the goal, and then you know I turn around. I don't even know what in this moment <laughs> I like to do, you know. <laughs> and then I don't know. Like I saw the fans from Insta. And there was like looking like me like doing like that and I don't know and then right. I only saw I, I saw one guy as well he done like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, that, yeah yeah I think I done it at back as well. <laughs> I, was, I don't know was very was very was very funny but you know I don't know this comes all like from my emotion out you know that's why brilliant um, but that's what we love and I think football I don't know about you Jack but I think football needs more emotion yeah. I really do and particularly in those huge games I mean Manchester United Ipswich I, I do genuinely believe it that yes you should calm down for mm -hmm. sure but actually without that emotion you don't have that extra gear mm -hmm. so I think it's a great quality to have I want to quickly go back to last season because I'm never bored of talking about it it was the best supporting life I've the season I've had yeah at what point in the season on L did you think we're going up here because we've spoken to Todd and he was like after we beat Leeds away was it that game? Yeah. What was it about that game? Because in my head, we're still not up at that point. For me, yeah, for me it was sure because um, this was the game changer for me. Like 100%. We, because I remember as well on this time, I was shaking this because we Leeds was not a bad side, you know, mm -hmm. and they need the points as well. Very good Plus they've beaten yeah. us convincingly. Exactly, they've beaten us at home and yeah. I was shaking. And then, you know, I remember we were so aggressive, aggressive at the start and Mario Vandu with his nice goals and all and for me then after that I know everyone was like sticking much together and knowing as well that now come on when I saw Zimbo as well he come to me and say the last games come on come on we, we never we never have the chance again come on like we never t let take this from us we have to stick together we have to win the, the games and yeah and then this makes What's the difference? What is Christoph Zimmerman like in the changing room? Because coming coming back in now, I mean, what a monumental leader to have. He's for me like um, a big, big leader. You know, and he's was, a big guy as well, isn't he's he? He's a big guy. I, I mean, he's not stronger than me, but <laughs> you know, like <laughs> no, for me, <laughs> he's. I love. Do you him. think you'd beat beat up in a fight if we got him in there now? And me against Zimbo. Yeah. You think he'd win? Zimbo is Cuban blood. Yeah, Cuban that's blood. why he's he, he is strong. Yeah, but he can bench press probably quite a lot, can't yeah, he? Yeah, one hundred percent. But you know, in a fight, it's, it's different. Mm. You know, you need a little bit of agility. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he don't have. But no, he's 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 for me. He's such a he had such a big Zimbo had such a big heart. Mm. You know, he's such a lovely guy, and I love him. Today I was running with him a little bit, and he explained me as well. How important um, I am for for the team yesterday. How important everyone works, and you saw it already yesterday. Ninety minutes, you have them in your back, and he was speaking. He was uh, coordinate the team. He was he's such an important guy for us. He's uh, an idol, you know. He he do for me. Simbos the perfect uh, footballer. He train a lot. He 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 works so much on the himself. He speaks better English than everyone. He he's he's incredible, really, and I like this guy so much. And how important he is for us, you see it yesterday, one hundred percent. What a guy! What is it about this team, especially last season, this season included, <coughs> that is that means you're all so tight knit? Because I think all of us in this room right now will look back in twenty years, thirty years time, and look back at the team that we've currently got and go, "Boy, that was special." Yeah. What is it about you guys that just works so well? Um, that works at the moment or what? Mm. Yeah, um, it's the thing like 
the team the I think that we don't have so much changes mm. like a lot of people say like uh, at start of the season yeah you know buy a lot of people and uh, for spend 150 million or whatever no it's not because you know like we done it last year and of course who expected it's of course it's a tough season this is the best league in the world in mm. the Premier League mm. and you have to we all we have to work harder than the last year that's for sure but you know to have the same team yeah in this in this situation now it's a perfect thing because we all we we know each other perfect everyone knows everyone so good like I know exactly what he do he know exactly what I do and that's the key for me you know and this takes a little bit of time and yeah we but we will we will make it 100% I mean we sat here speaking after the Everton game which was a fantastic win before that I think we'd gone something like two months it didn't feel like we'd hardly scored a goal we weren't winning mm -hmm. matches how tough was it during that period because we hadn't really had that for a long while had we it all been plain sailing and then we hit this point when fans are starting to question whether it's working fans are starting to question whether certain players are good enough mm. what was it like in the dressing room at that point and um, nothing changed for us like we were still positive we know exactly that especially in Watford against Watford at home we we we, we done a good game we done like uh, some little mistakes but mm. this happens this happens every time mm. in football and this can in this league this can change the game and um, yeah but we never we was never thinking or in a bad mood or thinking that mm -hmm. um, uh, we lose our mind or something no we 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 are still focused on that and we work on that we work hard on that the coach he, he pushed us every time he say come on we have to keep going on mm -hmm. and yeah this <coughs> is what he said already in a uh, um, this week like before the Everton games he wanna go to Everton and he wanna win he don't wanna uh, go there and let the points uh, uh, the three points there he go want to go there and win he want to play or he 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 want that we play our football mm. and win there and that is what we done one of the things i want to talk about anel is during that period recently you know going a few games without a result mm. um, there's a there's a phrase that you'll know very well working with Danny Farker ignore the noise exactly you're in the changing room and you're saying it's positive and you've got that work ethic and the momentum still going and you're ignoring the noise but with social media these days and things like that, you know, how does that impact you as a player when you read something negative on social media? Does does that impact you? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, 100%, sometimes. Like, it's not so much that impact me like that I go, but sometimes I think, what the hell do people think there, man? Mm -hmm. What the hell that, like, what is this for a comment? Or, you know, the, the, really, the people think we are stupid. They mm -hmm. think we don't see, we, every one of mm -hmm. us have Instagram. They don't think that we see that, you know. They don't think that some guys see that. They will. They have to be very stupid to not understand that social media. On this time now, everyone has social media, mm. and everyone can see what everyone write. And social media, what you put in social media, never goes away. Mm. That's the thing. And yeah, but I don't think like that. Um, um, you know, you have to be to have social media. You have to be so much so mental strong because mm. you don't can if someone's some guy i don't i remember <coughs> against last year against uh stoke city mm. when i done a mistake mm. on the own half i lose the ball mm. and he scored i had messages from some guys like what the fuck you are man mm. you have you, you you have to pay me 150 pounds or whatever oh, you're yeah because yeah back. yeah I, oh. we lose and a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> a lot like awful. that yeah and we laugh but that's awful and yes, yesterday as well <laughs> yesterday as well i saw i sit next to dennis 
and some guy sent him message like you fucking fucker i fuck your bitch and whatever you 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 score the goal and whatever i don't wow. yeah such message like that to yeah yeah to dennis it's horrible so let's flip let's flip this on its head now now mm-hmm. how is it impo- how important is it that fans are positive and support the players on social media it's, it's, i think it's very important because in the stadium is one thing right in, in this, yeah. this is another I think space now, right? Yeah, I think it's very important. I think as a really a Norwich City fan, yeah, you have to support your club in the bad times and the good times, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And not every time to ask questions, what could you do better? What can change and that? No, you have to. If you are really a Norwich City supporter with, with all your heart and you support this, team's, this, this club all the years and years before, then you have to, in this time, to stick to the club and don't um, try to, with a stupid comment to, yeah, like he don't... Personal he's not, comments, yeah, yeah. Personal comments, he's not good enough, mm-hmm. we need the other player. No, no, come on. Last year, when we was going up to the championship and we won every game, everyone like was praising us and saying like, hey, yeah, well, yeah. yeah incredible. We don't need the other player or something, you know, like, and that's why we have to still... We need to stick together now, don't exactly. we? Exactly, yeah, that's why. On and off the pitch. Yeah. How much does Norwich City mean to you? Norwich City changed my life, man. Mm. A lot. Norwich City changed my life. All what happens here, like, in the last year and this year, like, is incredible. I'm so happy to be here. And, um, yeah, I have a baby here now and all. It's, it's crazy. For me, it's my game changer and my life changer, 100%. And I'm so proud and love the city and love the people here around Norwich. Love Argos, love Morrison's, love all. Morrison, <laughs> I love. Have you ever been to the salad bar in Morrison's? Oh, no. Um, yeah, I saw salad it, but bar. I never, like, I, salad is not my It's the hot chicken <laughs> counter is where it's at, mate. Yeah. 100%. Match day sausage rolls. The sausage rolls are really good in Morrison's. Yeah? yeah. Maybe I have to try them. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, oh, no, thank you so much for, for coming on today. No it's been a pleasure. Top Best man. of luck thank you. It a lot. for thank the you. rest of the season. Um, thank you very much. Don't spend too much in Argos. No, of course not, um, but I try enjoy to. Enjoy dad life. Yeah, that's for sure. I try to take the best things out here today. But yeah. Oh no, thanks so much, mate. Thank you. Cheers, Anel. Thank Thank you. you. Cheers.